1: Fantastic start, as always. This is the Throwdown Post Show. On the Shmoedown Rundown, I am Frank Janish. Just me. No Brad tonight. Well, I shouldn't say it's just me. It's me and you. Okay? So we're going to do something a little bit different, uh, and that's bring in some of you that are watching, that watch the event. Um, preferably if you watch the event. I understand some people come in here who haven't seen the event yet, but... Um, i'm looking here at the chat i'm a little quiet i I haven't really changed anything here all right maybe i'll just move closer to the mic hopefully that'll that'll work um but uh, so we're gonna we're going to talk about the matches that happened at the event that just wrapped up but i also want to talk and talk about uh jada paramo and eric zipper's match so if you haven't seen that again spoilers for that as well um but also i'm gonna let you know how you can get on this show it's gonna be very very easy Basically, you just need to have a a microphone. Even if you don't have uh, a webcam, that's fine. We can just, you know, we'll just hear your voice. That's cool. Um, But if you have a webcam and, like, you have a little bit of setup, earbuds, whatever it is, and you can hop on, um, we'll try and get you in here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to just put the StreamYard link in the chat, and you just click it. And whoever filters in here, you know, obviously, you know, I'll have to pop you into the stream but uh we'll see how many people we get here and we'll get your opinions on what happened in the matches uh you know deception and lightning time that was a incredible match and then we also had another incredible match between final exam and rushmore so there's a lot to get into again i also want to talk about the jada Paramo eric zipper match that happened earlier today that's a big one um uh so we're probably gonna just kind of like isolate it to the matches that happened Today, Um, if you didn't catch our show last night, we talked to Kate Mulligan and everything that's going on with the Den, all those moves, you know, the David Del Rio, the Russ Arsenal, you know, drop and pick up situation, she went into all of that. So if you haven't heard that interview from Kate and kind of how she's been working the season thus far, I highly recommend go check that out. Uh, We'll get into some other stuff, uh, other bits of news, you know, some of the free agency stuff next week. On thursday show when brad is back here so i see you ryan chasing in there talking about the stars for agency uh we'll definitely talk about that uh i'd like to do that with brad so I'll, we'll wait till next week and plus there might be other moves that have happened between now and then so all right i will eventually drop the StreamYard link in the chat here um but first before i do that i just want to briefly talk about jader and, and eric zipper incredible match you know we talked about it last night on the rundown you know you're gonna be happy for whoever wins and kind of sad for whoever loses because both of these players are just um, well liked and respected and and have great knowledge of the game, and we saw that in this game between Eric Zipper and Jader Paramo. Jader typically has very strong first rounds and lackluster second rounds, and it's you know it's got him to a 500 record at this point. Same thing with Eric Zipper, although he has a little bit more, I, I think, bad luck when it comes to the to the final round not hitting, you know um you know, three or five pointers or what have you. He's generally solid throughout. He's a very solid player, a well-rounded player. Plays in three divisions, singles teams in our geekdom. Um so this was gonna be a great matchup. And you know, Jader kind of stumbles there a little bit at the back end or started yeah at the back end of the first round, missing two. So he ends up with six points. Zip, he gets eight points, unable to get the bonus, so just a, a great start for this match. And then round two, Jader has the best round two he's probably ever played. Uh, picks up seven points. Uh, Zip, you know, he spins away from 1990s, which I think most people would agree that's a solid move. He ends, ends up on action-adventure and kind of has a rocky-ish second round there, only picking up four points. He get, he does give up a steal opportunity to Jader, who was unable to capitalize, but Jader was still up 13-12 to 12 at the end of that first, or the first two rounds, rather. And typically... You know, some the stats will point towards or the history of the league, I should say, really, points to the fact that if you're leading going to that final round, you generally win your match around like the results have always ended up, you know, seventy five percent of the time they they win the match. And that pretty much remain that did remain true here, as Jada Paramo only had to answer his two and three while Zip had got all the way to his five. Unable to answer that. And that was a tough loss. Tough question. Tough loss, but a great win for Jada Paramo. Uh, it was a great win for the den and i um, really curious to see where jader will go on from here as well as zipper um it's fun seeing him back with swag back with winston um i hope that dynamic continues and maybe we'll see him in the singles tournament i don't know what the plans look like for that um in our geekdom tournament all that so r- lots of remain to be seen i don't think i don't think it's been the last we've seen of eric zipper i hope not uh jade paramo we probably might see him in that tournament you know this win is a good um you know i think something that K can look at and go hey he might be ready for the tournament so it remains to be seen but i think jader has a decent shot at making the tournament tournament given who's on that roster i mean they do have again paul preston ben goddard mark riley alonzo Deralde. um you know they have you know people who have an immense amount of knowledge and experience so uh, if Jader is somehow able to sneak in there, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, it might take some scheduling, maybe you know, for him to slip in there. But it'll still be a well-deserved spot if he does make the tournament. So, congrats to Jader, uh, as well as congrats to Eric Zipper. Just fantastic match right there. All right, with that kind of out of the way, this is where we're going to get into the interesting part of the show where you guys um, are going to pop in here. So, here's what I'm going to do. All right. I'm going to get the StreamYard link, and I'm going to put it in the chat. You click on it, you get in here, and what I'm going to do is, I'm just going to give you like five minutes, maybe five seven minutes. All right, am I back? <laughs> um. All right, that was interesting. A lot like my light flickered on, my monitor flickered on and off. Um, right now. Uh, I am on my phone's internet, so this will be interesting. Uh, Don't know if I have the data plan for it. Uh, Very interesting. Uh, Might have to try and switch over back to my network on my home. Um, Hmm. That was interesting. Maybe it is. Mominati. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. All right. All right. And, boy, that means if someone else – if that happens to me again and one of you are on the stream, you're going to have to run the show. You're going to have to run the show, okay? So you better be good. You better be well-prepared, all right? Um, Let's see. Okay. Let me get the StreamYard link. Let me pop it here in the chat and and let the experiment commence. All right, it's in the chat. So – it's up there. I mean you can you can't click on that part if you're looking on the screen, but go into the chat. There it is. And let's see who pops in here. Huh? All right. Okay. All right, Dagan. You better be prepared. All right, here we're bringing in Dagan first. We're gonna take you guys in one at a time. All right. Here we go. We got Dagan as broad How you doing, buddy? What's
2: going on, Frankie Janish? How you doing tonight, man?
1: you know i'm trying i'm surviving right now on my phone internet uh so we'll see i'm scared to switch over back over to my other uh home wi-fi network so it's it's crazy
2: i've been having internet issues tonight as well so i'm also running off of my data plan but i have the unlimited (laughs) uh uh plan so i think i should be good
1: (laughs) but not for a personal hotspot. so but we'll see how how long this this goes um all right dagan so talk to me about uh Let's talk about the first match, Deception and Lightning Time. What were your expectations, thoughts going into this match?
2: Well, I think a lot of people had Deception winning this match. I mean, I think they were considered the stronger team going in. Uh, Nothing against Lightning Time. They've been playing really, really well recently, uh, but just, you know, fell short to Rushmore in that tournament. So I think uh, a lot of people had Deception here, and and obviously with Marisol and kind of her momentum recently as well, and she's got a, a title shot coming up against Kevin Smith. Um, that people were thinking there might have been a bit of a momentum swing there as well, but um, Lightning Time pulled it off, and a really impressive performance here by both of them, and Ethan Irwin especially. I mean, he's playing like a guy that's that's going to win some titles this season. So yeah, he's uh,
1: been playing out of his mind lately, and you know, in that lead up to the Dan Merle match, will be qu- it's quite interesting at this point how well Ethan's playing. We all know Dan plays great all the time, but there's something to be said for consistently playing at a high level, which Ethan is doing in these matches now in his run-up to, to this Merle match, so it will be interesting to see if that carries over. Um, yeah. Let's talk about now Rushmore and final exam, because this I think this was a well-even um, even matchup. Uh, what was your take on on the play tonight, and what was your expectations coming in?
2: Yeah, I think this was definitely what people were thinking was going to be the closer match, and uh, definitely, as you were just saying, the, the most even, uh, I think, matchup between maybe any of the top ranked teams in in the division right now. Um, But I I had Rushmore just with a slight advantage here, just because of how well JTE has been playing recently. Um, But, you know, Roka, uh, the perfect game, and also Final Exam, the perfect game. So one little mistake there, the one uh, getting frozen instead of frozen two, really factored in and, and ultimately was the deciding factor for the outcome of this match. So, uh, really crazy match here, and lived up to the hype, I thought, uh, and could have gone either way, for sure, but uh, yeah.
1: Do you think if if Final Exam had lost this match, do you think that that could have been the end for them?
2: Potentially, um, and a lot of people were wondering which version of Lon Harris was going to show up tonight, because we've seen him get TKO'd and also play like somebody that could win a title. So, uh, very a strong performance from him tonight. We got that version of lawn.
1: All right. Now, uh, other thing I want to know here is kind of like going off of this is, you know, what factions are you rooting for? What, what's, you know, what, what ties you to a faction? Do you, are you like loyal to one faction? Or do you just kind of like bob around and see like some of my players, my favorite players play over here, some play over there. What, how do you, um, you know, decide if you will, you know, who you, who you're rooting for?
2: Yeah, it's really tough. Cause I feel like I like every single faction equally, you know, so it's been really tough for me to pick out like which merch I'm going to buy. Um, but I I really have been rooting for the Finstock Exchange this season uh, just because of the sort of way that Gucci put the team together and how low the expectations were. Uh, a bunch of sort of yeah. no names spearheaded by a couple of vets like, you know, JT and Roca and even like Barbarian. So I, I've been really um, putting my money behind them this season. And so for them to not. For Rushmore to not win this match, I think, was a bit of a tough blow to that. For for, you know that they haven't they haven't really shown up in these big like potential title match situations. So it's going to be tough for them, I think, to win that faction race without also winning a title.
1: All right, who do you who do you think's going to win the faction title then? Who do you think's going to win?
2: I mean, right now the money's on the Dungeon, right? But I I think that their biggest threat potentially could be Corruption. Um, j- just based on what they did last season, uh, I feel like they're kind of doing that again here and, you know, big matches coming up with Marisol against Kevin Smith at collision and also potentially challenging for the title. So I think that that's their biggest threat, but you know, I think if you're a betting man, yeah, you go with, with the dungeon for the sure. the faction title win at the end of the season.
1: Now, uh, before I, I let you go here and thank you for hopping on here with me. Yeah. thanks nice uh, for having me on.
2: You know, the, the studio
1: matches are coming back and someone, you know, I've, I've I've been waiting for this day. Um, It's still a lot of fun, a lot of great matches have have been happening in the digital era. Uh, What's the level of excitement for you in terms of digital and studio? I mean, is there a difference for you or are you just happy that the game is still going on?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've been happy with the high-level caliber matches that we've been getting in the digital era for sure, but I think the return to studio and the return to live events is something that the Schmodown really needs right now, and so I am super excited to see some of those studio matches and, you know, the ones that we're getting at collision. I think I'm most hyped up for uh, Saul uh, versus Amru Moses out of any of them really. Cause I, I've been just loving what Saul is doing this season with the Saul show. So uh, I am super hyped for it. And I'm really hyped for the live events too. And crossing my fingers that New York happens and that uh, I can meet a lot of you guys in person.
1: That would be great. I hope we can, we can start traveling around the country again. It's a lot of fun going to different cities meeting a lot of um, fans like yourself uh, who've supported this game for for years now and uh, it's yeah. always a great time at those events if you can make it if you can make it and, and you know obviously we want to be safe about it but if you can make it uh i you know it's gonna be, the atmosphere will be will be crazier than ever it'll be the craziest you know yeah. environment we're gonna have here all right Dagan, uh appreciate your time for uh yeah hopping Thanks, on with me, and uh you know we'll see you down the line
2: somewhere down the road hopefully yeah have a great night you got it all
1: right all right, that was Dagan Espera. Thanks for hopping on here uh, again with me. Um, hopefully, my internet is doing just fine off of my phone, but uh, you know I'm gonna try and. All right, real quick, I'm just gonna try and switch over to my Wi-Fi. And so um, this could be interesting. So I might drop out for a little bit, but stay right there because we still have some people in the uh, backstage. All right, bear with me. All right, okay. I think that's that's working. I think that's working. Okay. We good to go? You guys see me? All right, cool, cool. All right. What a. <laughs> I'm telling you, nothing ever goes according to plan. Nothing ever goes according to plan. All right. Hopefully this will last. All right. We got a couple. We have a few more of you uh, back here that we're going to get to. It's going to go down the line as you came in here in the room. So uh, bear with me. And we're going to bring in the legendary, the man, the myth, the legend, SimCity3000, as I like to call him. It's Tim Sim. How you doing, Tim? All right, you're muted, Tim. Awesome. <laughs>
3: Sorry. <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, hey there, Frank. How you doing, Tim? Good. Yeah. So, um, actually, I think this is like my technically my second appearance here on the rundown.
1: That's true. A few years ago, I think it's been a few years, I guess. At this point, um, it was a 2018 or something. Yeah, I think yeah, 2018, 2017. Maybe.
3: Yeah, back in the when it was still an audio podcast. Then, yeah, well,
1: that's right. We were just audio only, and uh, we did this whole show, and the file got corrupt, and uh, it was really late at that point, and yeah. so it was uh, myself, Aaron Turner, and and Brian Davis. We had to just redo the whole thing really quickly. Um, so Tim Sims' uh, episode just uh, will have to live well, at least in my memory. It'll live in my memory. Yeah,
3: it'll yeah, definitely <laughs> live in my memory. But at least I got a short snippet, you know, when he tried to get get me back. But yeah, it's been it's been a good one, and. Uh... Yeah, I mean uh, fun times back then, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, times changed from, you know, like look where we are now.
1: Yeah, right? Look at this, look at this. All right, so Tim, uh tonight's events, uh tonight's event with the two matches, Deception and Lightning Time, what were your expectations coming into that match? Uh which one? The Deception? Deception Lightning and Lightning time? Yeah. time, yeah,
3: yeah. Um yeah, I mean I think uh yeah, it is, I mean both of these matches are really, you know, just high caliber teams matches, you know, you're talking about like the very best of the, the team's division so far, and I mean, look at Deception versus Lightning Time. You're basically looking at uh, Marisama Key and Adam Collins, who are definitely still a powerful duo against another power duo in uh, Ethan and Liz, Shannon Miller, where I think they are now finally you know getting you know their uh, their much needed you know due diligence and uh, you know, find again the success they wanted in the team's division, you know, as a team, and uh. I mean, I think it just all comes down to just, uh, consistency. I mean, I'm just looking at, you know, the notes that I've just written, you know, right here. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just comes down to like a few questions missed. I mean, like, especially round one, I mean, yeah. uh, lighting time just did a bit better than, uh, deception and, uh, uh, round two, I mean, uh, well, I mean, deception, I mean, basically they did, uh, okay, really, really well despite getting opponent's choices, which, you know some in the community are suspecting, you know, some, you know, BS with, you know, the amount of mo- opposition. Yeah, yeah, I got. think
1: but and you know it's interesting too is last week I think it was, you know, I said I look at the numbers for opponent spinners and all that and then like three people tagged me in different posts and you know they've they've went ahead and did the work and they really and and really the consensus was it looks like it's happening a lot, but it's really not. It's it's not as much as we think it is just because it's happening in certain circumstances so you kind of get this um idea that it's happening way more than it's ever did and really while the facts you know bear out that it's not really anything more different than from years past it might be a little higher it might be a little lower but it's nothing extreme that we may think it is and certainly the players i think I think they're just I think what it might be is that they're just itching to get back to an actual physical wheel. because uh, it's it's always a good time to spend.
3: Yeah, I mean physical I, mean, I think I echo the sentiment that many in the community have this they want to see a physical wheel return once we get yeah. back to studio play. But yeah,
1: yeah.
3: But yeah, I mean I mean yeah, I mean it just came down to a few questions and I mean I think deception we I think this is not the last time we're gonna see of them, but it all depends on how well uh Kalinowski and Ellison do in the main event of collision, you know, at, at the end of July and uh Yeah. Yeah, well, let me ask you real it.
1: quick, Tim, because, you know, I've seen some discussions out there saying, you know, if Deception, they lose this one, which, I mean, unfortunately they did, you know, do they stick around? You know, should they be, be, stay a team? You know, how what's their future look like? What do you think the future of Deception looks like?
3: Well, um, I don't know. I mean, uh, at this point, I mean, uh, if you statistically, I mean, especially with, like, Especially this season of how they're playing. I mean, I can't see a future where these two are separated unless it's a major shakeup that's gonna come next season that Hollisman promised. Sure. But uh I mean I don't see them uh, you know, uh breaking up in the future. I mean, I think you know, they still got a chance to uh, you know, uh make another run for the team's title titles. I mean, depends on like I said, you know, how corruption will do in the collision. I mean, if if right. If they beat,
1: win, then yeah. then Deception's gonna have to be in that tournament. So
3: yeah, definitely. And uh, all
1: right, now um, you know, for Final Exam and Rushmore, who are you leaning for? Who are you leaning towards for this match to win? Who did you think was gonna pull it out?
3: I mean, uh, I mean it's I mean between the between you know Swag's best team that they have and against the, one of the two super teams in the in the teams division so far this season. Uh, I mean actually I kind of went with the rush because I thought, you know, I mean, they, they showed a more, you know, uh, cohesion and, uh, uh, strong team chemistry between GTE and Roca, and, and, they, I mean, they definitely performed up there and they went all the way to the finals. I mean, that's, I mean, that's other expecting, right. but I mean, this second matchup was really, really interesting because that one, um, that one, uh, came down to, um, you know, a sliver of a margin of error. I mean, basically round one, I mean. It just came down to, you know, the Frozen (laughs) movies from Disney.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, if JT gets that right, they're obviously tied, but then will he have gotten the bonus, you know? So then if he does get the bonus, then they play a perfect game and they win by one point. So a lot hinged on that one question, and I know he said he's going to sleep a little bit easier tonight. I don't know how you do that knowing that if you just answer that and the bonus, you win the game. uh, It's right there for the taking, but that's how close the competition is in the team's division uh tim before i before i uh, let you go here um what do you think paul yama should do with that that cash in that he that's got from free fall should he use it this year or should he wait
3: oh um i mean i mean it's kind of interesting because given where he is i mean he's gonna have like opportunities to uh, get a title belt without even using that free for all uh you know title shot that he just won i mean if, if i mean if i was in his shoes i would probably you know hold on to him because i, I think he has a good shot at get, getting at least another title belt you know by before the end of the season and possibly you know when it comes to a free agency use that as a you know use that as his bargaining chip to uh try to entice other factions should i don't know whatever happens and, or if should you know that he uh wants to uh think about other factions or you know if swag can't keep him i mean it could to be uh, up for grabs, uh, you know, for many other factions to uh, who wants to get you know points immediately on the board for next season. I mean, I mean, I, I think as of now, I'd rather uh, probably th- in Oyama's shoes, uh, just hold on to it and hold on to it until the off season and then use that sure. as a bargaining chip. Sure.
1: All right. Last question before I let you go. Now, um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ask this to everybody I have on here: Who do you? Who do you think is going to win the faction title? And who do you want to win the faction title? Do you have a preference? So let's start with, who do you think is going to win the faction title?
3: Well, I mean, uh, as of right now, I think it's going to come down to uh, about uh, two teams, uh, two factions right now, which is the top two. I mean, you have the Dungeon, the Super Faction, which Already got off to a flying start with their you know top heavy uh uh competitors who already won like two championship belts already on top of winning uh uh the midseason teams tournament which happened earlier and uh i mean they they have a good shot at uh having molly damon uh winning the star wars championship and you know maybe winning the the, ne- the next star wars tournament but we'll see what happens you know if, what they decide but uh but yeah, and especially, uh, also not only the dungeon, but also, uh, the Finsock exchange, I mean, I mean, whatever, uh, you know, Tom Dagnito and the Barbarian though, I'm thinking it's mostly just the Barbarian did with finding these, you know, rookies, which flew under our radar during the previous off season, which we when we were interviewing and talking to those, you know, rookies about why they wanted to be in the Smodown Those rookies that, uh, that the exchange was they were able to get, we never knew of them. But they came to play and surprised us all and now yeah. they're sitting i think as of now just seven points behind the uh dungeon and it could come down to a two-faction race but i say that i don't want to you know count out the reigning faction champions who are in a sure. third place i mean i mean they could still make up a lot of noise if corruption wins the team's titles i mean that could be a start of basically their run through the tournaments in the second half of the season to you know uh t- to uh come from third place and win yeah. their a uh, second consecutive faction title, I mean, definitely, I mean, to think about, you know, what I, sh- why, why, who I think will, uh, might pull it off. I mean, I'm thinking, uh, it could, uh, be still the dungeon. I mean, especially when you look at that one thing that happened that, you know, uh david del rio was picked sure. up by the dungeon yeah i and... mean that could
1: be a huge difference for them in, in a tournament so yeah
3: and uh and surprisingly i mean i was thinking i was i thought the stars could have a great shot at winning the faction title i mean i had them in my top three preseason picks top three preseason picks before the season end but fortunately first half didn't went their way i mean i don't know if there's like bad luck and some bad matches but i mean we'll see i mean it's still. I think from what I've uh, heard in the after-show community and the showdown community, oh, I mean it's, I mean it's still up for grabs. I mean, but sure. it's going to come down to you know who can last longer in the uh, tournaments and uh, who can pull out. You know the okay. right, think biggest Jim. wins that's spectacular,
1: right? But I, I gotta know who do you want to win the faction? Give me that one. and i will let you out of here. <laughs> just give me give me a, give me a faction name. Give me a faction name, right. or you could just say I decline. Well,
3: um, I mean. I said the stars. I mean, I thought stars would have been my uh, pick to win the faction title because I thought they had a great mix of sure. uh, veterans, but right rookies now, and, right like, now, the right way now.
1: the factions are playing, who do you want to win right now? Um, who has a realistic shot, I guess you could say? Because, I mean, swag, I mean, a lot would have to happen stars, a lot would have to happen. I think suspects could make a run, but um, who do you want to win besides the stars?
3: I don't know. Uh, I think <laughs> I think probably be exchange because, okay. you know, because right. just that just be for, just yeah, yeah. just for shocking the world. You know yeah. if you know what I mean.
1: Right, right, right. All right, Tim. Uh, thanks for popping on here, and uh, I guess we'll see you in other Q and A's hopefully down the line. See, uh, yeah, the and
3: yeah, it. and I'll definitely have more in my after show the inside which will be coming That's up right. real soon. So uh, keep an eye out on that.
1: All right, take it easy, Tim. Thanks yeah. for having me. Have, right. have a good night. So that was Tim Sim. Uh, just a a legend in the community i mean you you know who he is obviously all right so we have a four more people in here and uh i'm just gonna let you know kind of like where you are at in line because i don't think you can see here oh another one just popped in here so we got we have a ryan and eric a leo a brian and a christian so that's that's the five that's in the order so we're gonna go through here we're gonna bring in ryan so here we go well hello what's up buddy how you doing doing good doing good all right did you think of uh, tonight's matches
4: i definitely thought they were both really crazy matches um that first one the first round did not go as i expected i expected at least two of them to go perfect Some about deception um,
1: and uh lightning time yeah.
4: yeah i expected at least two of them to go perfect and obviously we only had
1: erwin go perfect right right which i thought who are you Who you were rooting for in that match to come out ahead uh definitely definitely lightning time yeah okay and why why is that so you like the chemistry between ethan and liz or what's that yeah
4: yeah i really like liz she's been one of my favorites for a while i have her on my fantasy team i need points
1: (laughs) it's all about the fantasy points yeah about the points. and now um uh for final exam in rushmore what were you what were you looking for in that match, I mean, were you thinking Lon would show up and then play the high level, or were you unsure? Because a lot of people have always pointed to that Lon can be up and down, but if he's on his A game, it's it's lights out, and they play the way they played tonight, and they come out ahead. What did you think coming into the match?
4: There was definitely some hesitancy on my part, but I feel like Lon was just bound for a bounce back after how he played in the last final exam match and then against uh, Chance a while ago. I figured it was just about time, but I still thought Rushmore might actually take it just because of how dialed in JT has been, and it seems like Roke is getting there too. But
1: Right, right, right. I don't now, know. Now, uh, you know, I'm asking that kind of like everybody that's, you know, does Paul sit on this free-for-all shot, you know, title shot, or does he wait till next year? Because Swag's not really, right now at least, in any kind of, like, the hunt for the faction title because you know obviously a title win is seven points and you need to defend that you know eight points you know, because of the bonus um or does or does that not matter do you just kind of go for the glory the personal glory this year um or do you play strategic and and, and wait till next season and try and use it that way
4: i he definitely holds off at least until like november december Maybe he cashes well, it in
0: first. Pers- <laughs> yeah, maybe season.
4: he cashes it in like at spectacular. That could be a thing. I feel like maybe, he would. Maybe.
1: Yeah.
4: But that's, then that's also, way. in terms of a bargaining chip for next year, depending on how the factions are, that might not really be something that he has much control over in terms of where he goes and how much that can be a bargaining chip.
1: Interesting. Okay. because
4: Depend- okay. it seems like Harloff wants to get rid of some of that stuff, so it might yeah. not really be a bargaining chip that he. Can really do much with.
1: I mean, that certainly there's an aspect to that that we'll have to wait and see. Sure, we don't know the exact plans, and I've been trying to get those out of Harloff myself, and it's so far still trap over there. Um, all right, uh, Ryan, um, who do you who who'd you come into this faction or this season rather? Um, which faction were you backing? Which faction did you want to see win the faction title?
4: For me, it was definitely the Dungeon or the Mercs. I think
1: were the two for me
4: are very opposite, like,
1: moves, are the, but... Did, did the Mercs surprise you? Are, are they surprising you with how close they've been in the top three, hovering around the top three a lot?
4: Honestly, no. I expected their top, their top, like, four players to do really well. Dimolanta, I, I had confidence in him that he could beat David, to be honest. Oh, and yeah, sure. Those were crazy matches, but... Do you think if, he will defend he against def- Kelly? I think he will. And if he yeah. can defend and Shazam gets the belt, that's fifteen points right there for them and that yeah. easily catapults them up in the standings.
1: Yeah, they could certainly do it. I think I, I, I mentioned this in a in a Reddit thread. Um, I don't know that enough people are paying attention to the marks because some things these line up, you know, Di retains, Shazam retains, I mean they're off I mean they're in the thick of it and for the long haul because Bibbs and Brendan Meyer and you would assume Josh Horowitz and, and somebody else from that that faction will be in the singles tournament and those yeah. top three I just right off are very very strong players right now even though josh is a rookie and he's only played a few matches he seems pretty legit in my mind and i think a lot of people's minds that he could do some serious damage given you know uh, some particular seating so i think the mercs yeah they're their position yeah. well but it all starts with collision it all starts with collision yeah. and that's what we'll know that's if what we'll they do. can get
4: at least two wins out of their three matches i think that will be a success
1: yeah yeah, I think I think
4: as much as I would love to see Kevin Smith win, I don't know that that's the most likely outcome sure. there. But sure, sure, that would be amazing. you
1: can pull that off. All right, Ryan, I want to thank you for hopping on here and for watching the event tonight. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the future. All righty. All right, take care. That was Ryan, and uh, we got a few more in here. And uh, I'm gonna waste no time here, bringing Eric. So Eric, I hope your camera ready. And here you go. All right, there I'm, he is. I'm not naked. Doing? Good for you. <laughs> All right, man. How you doing?
5: Not bad. Not bad. Um, unfortunately, I don't have much interesting to say about oh. the uh, the Rushmore final exam. Uh, I saw that uh, Schmodan Rundown was on. I was like, up, oh, gotta speed through this. But I do <laughs> know that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do know
5: yeah. that uh, final exam one. Um, yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. I mean, well, I mean, were you rooting for final exam or were you rooting for Rushmore? But I,
5: you... I'm always rooting for Lon. And ever okay. since uh, Apollo Yama kind of uh, turned face, I, I I just like him. I just yeah, want right? to hug him every time.
1: Yeah. He's, <laughs> um, he's a good dude. He plays great. He's great for the league.
5: Yeah. I mean, he, he did play he did play good heel, but I, ever since he turned face, I'm like, oh yeah, I like this guy. And uh, because
1: when he was a heel, he won a title. And now he's a face. Yeah. He was, Pretty close, but I mean, he did win free for all. So there's there's that.
5: Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's it, it, it's about about the uh, things. I don't know. Words <laughs> leave my head.
1: Sure. Sure.
5: Um, uh,
6: who
1: who you've been rooting for this this season? Has it been Slag or has it been Oliver?
5: It, it it's weird because I don't normally like. There's a couple of factions I root for. Uh, I root for the Mercs and the Dungeon because uh, Whitney Seibold and Bibiani. Big fan of the uh, critically acclaimed podcast. Sure. Um, okay. And Interesting thing about the uh, quirky Mercs is that they had a losing record and they were in third place in the factions. Yeah, and only the Mercs—that that's like a total Merc move right there. <laughs> um,
1: sure. And, 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 then you can have, and then you have then you have Finstock Exchange that has oodles of wins. And, and they're still in second place. They're not, they have the most wins, most knockouts. And yet they're in second place.
5: But you were, you were asking, you were asking the other players of who they think will win and who they want to win. Yeah. Yeah. And both answers for me is Mercs. As long as they get, as long as they win with a losing record, that would just be, That be (laughs) that, that would be perfect.
1: And that, I think, also shows the importance that we've placed on title matches of this season. Exactly. Because that's exactly the reason why they're in that spot. DiMolanta winning two title matches, seven and eight points, respectively. Shazam has the opportunity, you know, to to to, to retain. Yeah. So uh, that would give them another, you know, 15 points, you know. So that's, um, yeah, obviously, if they were to, to do that, that would be very, very interesting um, for that to occur. Now, what do you... Have you been following the news in terms of there's going to be some shake up within the league next year in terms of factions? Have you been following that news and and if you have what do you what do you think? Right? I,
5: I usually follow the news but this is the first I'm hearing of a okay. of a shake up. I I just yeah. assume that there's going to be some shake up cuz there usually yeah. is every every year but I I don't know specifically yeah, well, what you're to talking be fair, about.
1: we don't quite know exactly either. We just know that there might be some some shake up kind of it's been hinted that we might go back to a season six season five vibe of faction so um i don't know what was your favorite season so far and if that aligns you know with the way uh, factions are well, my
5: my favorite season so far is this one i mean it sounds okay. it sounds complete homer answer but it's the truth is it, is it uh,
1: more based on the trivia competition is that, is, that, is, that, is that what's pointing the, at?
5: There, there's a couple things. The questions are getting harder. Inner Geekdom got just ridiculous. I, sure. I thought it was kind of um, not spinning its wheels, but Inner Geekdom, like uh, Ben Bateman mentioned the thing about the Star Wars, like I could figure it out in 60 days. <laughs> right, and, and the right. you know, whether that's true or not, it, he kind of has a point and And, uh, you know, and that, there was kind of that with Inner Geekdom. And then they added all these other categories in there it's like oh you got to do your homework now bud (laughs)
6: that's right
5: and and then and then to see people like uh like mike kalinowski just still killing it in that that uh division uh in spite of that is is uh you know you talk about rushmore um yeah i I wouldn't have put a inner geekdom player in rushmore before this year but this year you know that now, now you gotta start talking about it
1: i got two i got two questions for you all right first question is Final exam, do you think they're good enough to win a team's title against the likes of a Corruption or a Shazam?
5: Yes, yes. All right. Uh, Paulo Yama knows too much. Lon Harris knows too much. And I think, uh, I I mean, I I can't say about their character versus their trivia knowledge, but um, sometimes players, their character gets in the way of their trivia knowledge. I I can't say that for sure, but it seems that way as a spectator. Um, But I I think uh, Lon Harris kind of is sort of, kind of getting there to where you can do both and they're, they're dangerous for sure. Yeah,
1: they, definitely. Definitely. All right. Last question. And I'll, I'm going to let you out of here. Who is your favorite player, past, present, you know, whoever, who's your favorite player? Do you have, do you have oh, goodness. a favorite player? I mean, was it star Wars players? That where you grab inner geekdom? Um,
5: uh, I mean, the first person that comes to mind is William Bibiani, but I did just see that, uh, uh, Meryl Street match. Okay. And, yeah. And I gotta tell you, Marisol That's McKee right? jumped yeah. right the <laughs> H up there.
1: Really great stuff there. All right, Eric. Uh, thanks for hopping on here and, and let thanks me chat with you me. and uh, we'll see you down the line. Yep. All right. That was Eric. And we're gonna move on down the line to someone I know this name. I don't know if we've ever chatted, I don't think we've ever chatted, chatted, but this Leo Logan guy. He's always he's always he knows stuff. So I'm gonna bring in Leo Logan areas how you doing leo i'm doing all right all right um what did you uh, think of tonight's matches
0: oh it was so crazy both of my picks and lost so oh no okay yeah nice.
1: i mean that happens from time to time um yeah. why did you then go with you know deception why did you go with rushmore let's start with deception um what what's what was the inclination for you to lean in the way of deception well i
0: chose Deception because Lang and Time had got TKO'd by Rushmore in the semifinals. And I thought Adam and Marisol would have a bigger advantage in, in terms of if they can go to the top. So that's why I ultimately ended up choosing them. But i got to hand it over to Ethan and Liz. They are lights out here.
1: They were, they were. And, um, you know, Ethan is probably playing some of the best Shmodan we've ever seen him play, which is saying something. Yeah. Because he's always been a monster, but right now he is just in it. Does that give you pause in terms of who you might pick between a Dan Merle and Ethan Irwin title match?
0: Oh, no. Um, It all depends on how they can go at one another. So I'll be happy either
1: way. All right, and now for final exam in Rushmore. You said you were leaning Rushmore. Uh, is it just the fact how they played uh, in that tournament? Uh, what was it that made you lean that way for them? Well,
0: it's a mixture of both, mainly because of how Rushmore played in the tournament and how Lon has been pretty inconsistent with sure. within his last few matches. So,
1: All right, I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty straightforward there, and I, I got to say that's... I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, uh, because, yeah, Lon... I don't know if, how much that, 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 that mm-hmm. rhetoric out there bothers him, if it does or it doesn't. I mean, it's hard to tell yeah. when he's playing the delinquent, but yeah, um, But I think he knows when he's on. Man, he is on, and yeah. he's he's better than just about anybody else in the league. At yeah, the of LA. course. All right. Yeah. Leo, I want to know, before I let you go, who's okay. your favorite player playing today? Like, oh, who's the one you right. root for the most? Do you got one? Or maybe or two. Do you got two? Maybe one or two? Yeah, maybe two. Okay. Um, Probably Adam Collins.
0: And and I also got to go Mike Kalinowski.
1: Okay. Now, so you're a Corruption fan, huh? So you're a Corruption guy? A little you're, bit, yeah. A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're rooting for Corruption, the guy, hmm. uh, or Kalinowski and Adam yeah. Collins, I mean, you know, right now I think they're kind of carrying that yeah. action on their shoulders a bit. I mean, obviously Chance and, and Marisol are there as well and some yeah. of others. But uh, all right, Adam Collins and Mike Kalinowski, I'm going to keep that in mind. All right. Yeah. All right, Leo. Uh, thanks you. Uh, thank you for hopping on here with me. And hey, have a thanks. good one. Alrighty, All right, you too, Frank. All thanks. right, thanks. thank you. All right. So that was Leo. Oh, I always see him commenting on everything and popping in here. So uh, great to talk to him for there a little bit. Now I'm going to bring in uh, a Brian. And so Brian, hope you're ready because here's your time to shine. Here we are. How are
7: you doing? Hello. Brian? doing good, dude,
1: Frankie. All right. Where are you? Where are you from? Where are you from? Montreal. Montreal, okay. I could kind of tell the way you're talking there, but a little bit of a. I was like, this guy doesn't sound American-ish. And it might, it's kept, it might be late wherever you're at, so I don't know. It might be sleepy, but uh, all
7: right. How, did you watch tonight's event? Uh, I saw glimpse of it. Okay, which, what did you catch there? I caught the uh, first event, not the second. Not the second one. Okay,
1: so let's talk about uh, Final Exam and, and Rushmore. Who were you uh, interested in, in terms of might win that match?
7: I was agree with uh, Rushmore based on how good their JTs and teams, but also the way wherever wherever lawn you get either he's good or he's bad.
1: Right, right, right. Um but now with the uh, final exam, you know, I mean did, were you ever worried that like if Lon was on, like maybe like is is final exams top top of the game, if they're on their game, is it better than Rushmore's top game? Or where, where do you level them at? For
7: me, I would, it depends on, like, how good you look at the first round, second round, or how good launchers you in the second round, not really the first round. Sure. So either or.
1: Okay. All right. And uh, so let me just ask you now, who are some of your favorite players that that you've – played in that you've seen play in the past or playing right now um you know is there a certain division that, that you uh, are attracted to more than the others well, you know we'll start with the players yeah
7: i have three favorites okay. um kalinowski obviously cor- corruption fan three and uh Maris- okay. Marisol, and even Laura kelly yeah
1: I, I mean you think she's still corruption even though she's on swag you still counter in, in corruption Yes. <laughs> yeah. Once once a corruption, always corruption. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like what's the uh, the division that you watch or like really just get amped for? I mean I'm sure you watch pretty much everything, but yep. what's the one division that you go, Oh, I can't wait for this division to keep
7: keep rolling? Probably either Intergeetum teams or singles.
1: Okay, well that's, that's okay, so pretty much all of it, that's cool. Um what, what do you think of the, the 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 changes with Intergeetum this year, adding the newer movies?
7: Which... I, I pretty much enjoy them i I still don't like the difference how all MCU is in one category I, I sure. like the difference between MCU and Marvel and the uh, new, new categories Shaburg adventure uh, Batman. love how how each superhero gets its own um, category
1: right 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 I, I do like that you know the Superman and spider-man or Batman things like that um, are a lot of fun all right um before I, we wrap up here with you Brian um do you think dungeon is gonna win the fashion title because they're in first right now or do you think someone else is gonna be able to do it I mean I know you probably might say corruption is that you're gonna go and say obviously all right right. and do so you are I mean you all right if you can take your 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 heart out of it and just put on just use your mind okay it's Shazam versus corruption and just just take your heart take your fandom out of it if you're looking at objectively Corruption versus Shazam for the team title at Collision.
7: Who wins? I mean, if it's a studio uh, corruption because of the buzzer round, how Bibi is not that good five rounders, and like the books are doing good right now, like they're my second favorite faction. Okay. So I I gotta say Corruption has this in the bag, being double vaulted again.
1: Even 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 though you're a big Corruption fan, you're just saying that aside. You think Corruption has it in the bag? Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I appreciate that. Um, it's been nice talking to you, Brian, and uh, have a good one. You too. All right. Thanks a lot. That was Brian, and we have one last um, one last person to bring in here. Uh, no one else come in here because we're going to start wrapping up here going on an hour, even though we had some hiccups earlier. Uh, what I will say about before we bring in this last person here, um, this incredible play Both of these matches, uh, deception, you know, they're going to have some of these down first rounds. It happens to everyone. I mean, look at danger zone when they played against corruption. Um, Dan and Ben did not have their best first rounds and Marisol didn't have her best first round in, in that match. And that kind of was a little bit of a deciding factor, even though, you know, they got saddled with opponents and star Trek and they gave up, gave up a steal opportunity. So, uh, it was a rough go, um, relatively speaking for them uh, even though i think there's a handful of other teams that would love to put up that kind of performance day in day out but for deception they've always played at such a high level it was interesting to see them um behind a little bit here in the match uh, but i think if they do stick together and they are potentially in that team's tournament you know that that loss that uh, that experience for them could really pay off for them in terms of how they might be able to navigate a team's tournament um We'll have to wait and see but last person here christian hardesty i've seen him in our chat a lot here so i'm excited to bring him in here Uh, all right there he is christian how you doing
6: i'm good frankie can you hear Uh,
1: me i can hear you okay cool how are you doing i'm doing i'm hanging in there man i'm hanging in there i had some issues with internet and (laughs) muted mics and you know the typical uh you know typical stream issues um all right, Christian, do you see the whole event tonight? Or just I did, I did. Okay, no. all right, and uh, let's start with Deception and Lightning Time. We are just talking about Deception a little bit there. Um, were you rooting for Deception or are you rooting for Lightning uh, Time?
6: I was rooting for Deception a little bit. I'm, I've started becoming become a little Marisol McKee fan. Sure. Um, and I expected, you know, each team has a former champion, so I was kind of looking at Liz Shannon Miller and uh, Marisol McKee, and I thought, Marisol McKee's on a higher level than Lynn Shannon Miller, so I kind of expected uh, Deception to win. Gotcha. Um,
1: yeah, I think a lot of people out there were also expecting Deception just based on you know their previous play and Adam Collins, obviously, you mm-hmm. know, winning the title last year, that incredible run and Marisol's been playing great. She had that match against Janine. She's you know now in a match with Kevin Smith at Collision.
6: Yeah, um, and just she- seeing them go perfect against uh, uh, Blackjack.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, the first team to do that in a three-round setting, mm-hmm. um, obviously there's so much potential with that team. Um, when you look at the team team up of Ethan Irwin and Liz Shannon Miller, are you surprised at how well they worked, or does that make sense to you?
6: It makes sense to me, especially because they've yeah. known each other for so long. Ethan said multiple times that they've been together for 20 years. They've known right. each other. So,
1: Ab- Absolutely, absolutely. And that's something I think, um, I think as the years progress, we, we really – Realize how much chemistry can affect the success of a team. You just can't put two of the, you know, the brightest minds together. Right. Um, you might be able to do that for a little bit, but ultimately, you know, this game has so many ups and downs. Um, right. And, and, different and obviously, and turns. You know? Yeah. And
6: obviously, Ethan's the more experienced player, the former champion. But you can see he definitely trusts Liz one hundred percent.
1: Yeah. And that's a huge part of it too. That's a great point that mm-hmm. the trust he has with Liz and Miller always, you know. Um, uplifting her and like saying, hey, look, she's great in Star Trek. You know, you Mm -hmm. think I was good in Star Trek. You you have no idea. Like, Liz is great. And so I love seeing that between them. Um, Let's move over to Final Exam and Rushmore. Where were you leaning coming into that match?
6: I thought it was a toss-up. I didn't really have a team I was rooting for in this, but with Lon being so unpredictable, I was kind of leaning towards Rushmore because we know they're going to be solid, just like they were tonight. Yeah, Um, I want to
1: point out this comment real quick here from Sam in the chat. Marisol, Liz, and Ethan... Adam is one of the most even balances I can think of. Absolutely. I think yeah, yeah. Um, that's definitely spot on. Uh, and they're mm-hmm. great, great players. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, getting back to final exam and and Rushmore, you know, I, I, I was thinking the same thing as well. It's going to be kind of a mm-hmm. toss up. It, is it, you know, I hate to keep saying this, but <laughs> it kind of depends on Lana a little bit. And if he can right. really, you know, nail that first round, then. They're off to the races because Paulo Yama, I think, is playing some of the best down right now. And you get him in that second round. He knows how to navigate the second round because, you know, it's six questions, not four. There's a little bit more strategy there. And you can even, mm-hmm. you know, in that, uh, that question in terms of, oh, what was the question where they were like, it's either oh, or. Um, the George
6: Clooney um, or Quentin, Quentin Tarantino.
1: Quentin Tarantino. Right, right. And he was like, hey, look, we got to go multiple choice here because if you know, God forbid, we have to give up a point here, right? Um, or a steal opportunity. You know, we can at least lessen the blow. And I, I like mm-hmm. that's how he's always thinking. And so, I thought this was always going to be a toss-up match. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, it was one hell of a match. Are you surprised at the the consistency of level of play now these days between team singles, intergeekdom, Star Wars? I mean, like, how does how does that sit with you? Like, are you just going into every match expecting you know top level performances, or are you just like, hey? It's okay if we can play, you know, eighty percent, seventy percent of the way there.
6: So yeah, with my experience, this is my first year watching the league. Oh, so wow, I'm, okay. I've always seen this high level of play that we've seen. Um, have you so gone back kind of and I,
1: have you been able to go back and watch some previous older older episodes yet or older matches?
6: Uh, a couple here and there, but not too many. Uh, okay. I watched the John Rocco documentary that was on last week.
1: Right, right. Yeah, and also if if you don't, for anybody anybody else out there, that Rocco documentary came was. A couple of years ago and uh, it was a patreon exclusive only thing oh. and um, and when we rebranded the other channel now uh, Christian you know said we reached 10,000 subs we released the the Roka doc so uh, if you have not seen that go over there watch that nerd chronic put that together and he did a great job over there what did you would you take away from that documentary if you don't mind me asking
6: just the amount of influence that he's had on this league I know he was this big character talking a lot of smack um... You know, played for a long time, but I didn't realize how, how important he was to so many so many uh, of the other characters.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, After hearing
6: him talk tonight, I was wondering if them releasing that was kind of because he was thinking of this, you know, his last dance. You know what?
1: Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I didn't even put that together. I just, you know, Christian's like 10,000 subs, we'll release it. And then, you know, but Roka, I'll tell you this, Roka has said for the past couple of years, I think this might be it. I think this might <laughs> right. be it. I mean, one of the times it's going to be it. But I don't think for very long either no. all right, uh, Christian. oh, and
6: uh, one more thing. my biggest yeah. takeaway from the from the Rushmore match was sure. Jen Seter is savage with that. <laughs> let let it go. She
1: is. That was great. That's a great moment. and she always she always finds the right right spots. Um, no. and she's always great um in those interviews, especially with the likes of a JT or a Rocco <laughs> or a Gucci if he had yeah. been there, you know she always she always gets them good, even with yeah. Kaiser too late lately. um all right, Christian thanks for hopping on here thanks for watching and thanks for finding the down. I uh, hope yeah. you're enjoying it and uh, oh yeah it seems like you are if you were willing to hop on here with me so yeah. <laughs> uh all right have a good night and uh we'll see you down the line all right thanks all right all right guys um yeah kind of a different post show here um you know Brad was unavailable and um you know I thought hey you know let's let's try and do this and um maybe we'll do it again in the future maybe we'll do it with with Brad um who knows but um, again, before I wrap up here, if you didn't see last night's rundown, we had Kate Mulligan on of the Den, and we went through kind of a lot of things. Uh, we answered some some questions there about kind of the moves and like how she's been working this season compared to last season. So I thought it was a really great interview. Christian Harlov also jumped in there on a, on a cold call of sorts and. And so we got some of his thoughts on things that are going on right now. So if you haven't seen that episode, go ahead and check that out. That was last night or yesterday's episode or whatever you're listening to. It's uh, Rundown 252, I should say. So, all right. With that said, I'm going to wrap up here. I want to thank everyone for hopping on here with me and sticking through this and my internet issues and, and mic issues. And uh, it's always a fun time here on The Rundown. Um, also, look, if you've been listening to this show for a long time, The Rundown, you should probably remember Aaron Turner. He's going to be debuting in the FCL next week against Alex Marzonia. I'm really hyped for that. I love Alex, but Aaron's my guy. He got me into this thing. He started it all for me. So if you're watching the rundown, make sure you go watch that FCL match and, and cheer on Aaron Turner. And you can cheer for Alex. That's cool too. Um, but Aaron Turner, that's my guy. Can't wait to see what he does. All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at FrankieJ29. And that will do it for this Throwdown post show. And we'll, we'll see you guys next week.